right, this is the Big Kid Show. I'm your host, Nick, and with me as always, we got Sweetwater, Mark, and we got your friend, Mr. B. How are we doing tonight here, fellas? Fantastic. Thank you for asking. Tippy top, sir. Tippy top. I thought that I would ask us all how we're doing tonight because we found ourselves in a bit of trouble. It's been rough. Yeah, and so this is of the legal nature. And what are we doing here tonight, kids? We are talking top three. That's right. We have found ourselves into some trouble. And now we need to find representation to get us out of trouble. All right. And I can tell you right off the bat that Mark's situation is probably a road rage situation. <laughs> what Mr. B's situation man? is just a general rage situation. <laughs> what are you doing? And the big Nick situation, complete misunderstanding. Yeah. Okay. Complete. I see some type of public violation of some sort. Public. Uh... <laughs> urination who knows yeah who knows well anything's possible i would never have never and sir i would never all right tonight kids we are playing top three we are in legal trouble and we need to find representation and to represent us we are each going to pick our top three fictional attorneys and lawyers from the 1990s. Where are we getting these fictional attorneys from? We're getting from the big screen, that's the movies, and the little screen, which is your television. All right. Before we get started, let's set the mood. Ooh, the mood is being set. The judge walks into the room. We're ushering him in. <laughs> the bailiff is reaching for his gun. Already. Already. <laughs> I just walked in. I got shot in the arm. <laughs> the lawyer All right. spilled his water. The it's Honorable Judge Wapner presiding. Wap- <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun to say Wapner. I don't know why. It is. Wapt- it's just a- whopped him on the head. Right on the head. You. Whoever the Congo drummer is for the People's Court, I think it's the. He's straight out of Miami. Crushing it, man. Just putting the work in on that Congo. They were right. That's a sad beat is going to get you. (laughs) All right, Mr. B. You have found yourselves in a rage situation that has landed (laughs) your ass. What do you mean? Court. And now what you, you need counsel about? who will represent you. And are they going to be able to get you out of this? I don't know, Dicey. but my number Dicey. three fictional attorney from the nineties, I'm going to go with the man, the legend from our favorite show, Seinfeld. That's Jackie Childs. Oh yeah. Jackie he's Childs. my smooth, t- lascivious, salacious, outrageous. Is that chocolate? Peanuts? Nougat? It's delicious. Scrumptious. Outstanding. My vacation was restful, resplendent, magnificent. <laughs> so, Jackie Childs, you guys remember, was a very close parody of Johnny Cochran. Um, and 
So I was like, yeah, that guy's not, not only is going to get me off, he's somehow going to sue somebody. And I'm going to get a uh, free coffee for life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he was in, he was in, I think, a good amount of episodes. I was going to uh, say, how many episodes was he one, in? One, two, three, four, five, six, six, I think, episodes or seven. Did that wow. include the final yes, two that episodes? Inclu- that includes the finale. But yeah, I'm I'm going with Jackie Childs. I I like his style. So in the refresh my memory here, Mister B, in the finale, did he represent all four of the Seinfeld characters? Because before he was always hired by Kramer, because Kramer always was going to sue someone, or Childs was recommending that he sue someone. Correct. Yeah, but in the finale, he represents George Elaine, Jerry Kramer when they violate the Good Samaritan law. <laughs> so yeah, I, I want my attorneys to be serious, but with a little bit of humor to them. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going with Jackie Childs for my number three, and he's going to get the job done. Love it. Would want to be on the other side of the aisle from that dude. Mm-mm. The Not issue here, though, B is I don't recall him ever winning for anyone because he's going to settle. He's going to he's going to settle it out of court, man. For five dollars right now. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying I'm good at hiring attorneys. You just asked me who I would pick, and I'm going with Jackie Childs. Hey, l- let's just put this out there. There's no guarantee none of us end up in a prison cell at the end of this episode. So. Yeah, I can, I'll do two years in prison to prove a point. Let's put it this way: at least he's your number three pick, Mister yeah. B, and not your number one pick. It, it, it improves from here. It improves. <laughs> it can only go up. I knew he would be on somebody's list. And uh, B, I think it's fitting. I think it's fitting for you. Thanks, buddy. All right. Mr. B, fine choice. Mr. Mark, Sweetwater Mark, a uh, road rage situation has found you in court once again, my friend. We won't talk about the first time. Yeah. Three yeah. strikes. Let's, let's three strikes rule, it. buddy. It applies. So, gentlemen, this... Um, you know, it, there's a lot of good lawyers out there, and I feel like when you get in a pinch, who do you make that call to? It's a very, very quick decision if you don't already have somebody that uh, that you have in mind. Luckily for me, there's a deep pool, right? And this 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 decade, we got a deep pool of lawyers to pick from. So this specific lawyer, go figure, is familiar with uh, vehicle-related uh, offenses. <laughs> It wasn't the crime in the movie that he was in, but there was a vehicle involved, and it was part of the evidence that <laughs> his fiance that he would struggle to marry finally would testify to. And I don't know, maybe I had another person in the car with me. If I did, I think the judge might say the two Utes, the two Utes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going with one Vincent Gambini, my cousin yes. Vinny. Nice. My cousin Vinny, please come save me. I've been in a road rage incident, and I need your help, sir. I need your help. It was a little rough in your first case, but you figured it out at the end, and now I got full faith in you to come through with the thunder right now. Keep me out of jail. Joe Pesci. How can you not trust Joe Pesci? Vincent Gambini. That's my guy. That's my guy. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, if I happen to get in another incident where it's a gambling affair where I the guy won't pay up, I know he'll show up and collect the money for me, right? <laughs> I know we're good there. Um, 
He's he's gonna wear some crazy suits. Mr. Gambini, are you mocking me with that outfit? Mocking you? No, I'm not mocking you, Judge. Then explain that outfit. I bought a suit. You've seen it. Now it's covered in mud. This town doesn't have a one-hour cleanest, so I had to buy a new suit. Except that the only store you could buy a new suit in has got the flu. You get that? The whole store got the flu. So I had to get this in a second-hand store. So it's either wear the leather jacket, which I know you hate, or this. So I wore this ridiculous thing for you. You on drugs? Uh, maybe he gets a contempt of court. Who knows? He's very unpredictable. I don't know what he's going to do. But at the end of the case, I love that buddy. He wins. Yeah, nice. It's only guy. It's only one win, but it doesn't matter. It was a win. So that's what I'm rolling with, boys. Vincent Gambini, Mr. Gambini, <laughs> Mr. Gambini. It was a big win, though. It was it only was a big one win, win but it, it was, was a huge, big win. And wh- what we love is he tears apart the state's case, right? It's one easy, by one. easy exactly. to defend Ralph Macchio, right? He's so innocent looking. But remember, he was paired with the other defendant, and the other defendant looked guilty as hell. Yeah. <laughs> so what makes me a little nervous is Judge Wapner mm-hmm. is no Judge Holler. And if you remember mm-hmm. Judge Holler, well, he said, All I ask from you is a very simple answer to a very simple question. There are only two ways to answer it, guilty or not guilty. But Your Honor, my clients didn't do anything. Once again, the communication process is broken down. <clears throat> it appears to me that you want to skip the arraignment process, go directly to trial, skip that, and get a dismissal. <laughs> Well, I'm not about to revamp the entire judicial process just because you find yourself in the unique position of defending clients who say they didn't do it. Now, next words out of your mouth are either going to be guilty or not guilty. I don't want to hear commentary, argument, or opinion. If I hear anything other than guilty or not guilty, you'll be in contempt. I don't even want to hear you clear your throat. I hope I've been clear. Now, how do your clients plead? And what does Vinny say? <laughs> I think I get the point. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> don't do that, Vinny. That's not what I want. I've already raged enough. You've got to follow the rules. That's a part of it. But yeah, boys, I think uh, as long as he doesn't do that. Not guilty. Thank you. I think... I think we'll be all right. Don't do that, Vinny. Don't, don't cross Judge Wapner because he won't be as forgiving as uh, Judge Holler was. Uh, yeah, he was. He was a stern judge. Absolutely, absolutely. Couple fine choices there, right out of the gate, there, boys. I went with a different choice. Okay, so far, <laughs> far so far, we don't have anybody lining up here. I went with a one Matt Damon. Ooh. who played a Rudy Baylor 
in the movie Rainmaker from 1997. Uh, I thought that would make somebody's list. And you know what? One, I love the movie. Okay. Uh, we, we got all the appropriate people here. Danny DeVito. Uh, it's a wonderful movie. But what I like about this kid, all right, he's just getting his start. He's willing to go work for anybody, take on any case. He's working for Mickey Rourke, who's probably committed a whole lot of crimes himself. And he's going to go work for this guy. <laughs> but Rudy Baylor will not only win the case for you. He will. He's out there chasing ambulances. He's mowing lawns and doing landscaping work. He will do anything it takes, go above and beyond for his client every single time. This is my dude. I love it. I want Rudy Baylor defending me, representing me. Because like I said, this is just a misunderstanding. It's a complete misunderstanding. Giant and misunderstanding. He'll get it straightened out. Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> he'll be fine. It's been a while since I've seen that movie, so a lot of it doesn't register in my brain, but I feel like he did do a good job. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it as well, but I do remember it was a great flick, and he won the case. So, <laughs> Like I said, he... In, in, not just lawyer duties. Yeah. We're talking he cuts the grass. Landscaping work. <laughs> he gets into a fist fight with an abusive husband or boyfriend. He All will do extras. whatever it takes. He goes to the hospital. He's picking up he's picking up uh, clients at the hospital chasing ambul ambulances. So, yeah, he does a little bit of it all. You're good to go. Good to go. He's a team player. Team player. That's what you need. Right. If, especially if it was just a misunderstanding. Big Nick was just wrong place, wrong time. No big deal. It, what do you mean? It wasn't even me. Complete <laughs> misunderstanding. Even me. Wrong, wrong place, wrong time, buddy. I wasn't it, even there. It was just some incredibly handsome looking dude walking down the street that fell into some trouble and they mistook that person yeah. for me. Rightfully so. Rightfully I mean, so. weren't we recording a Big Kid episode when this alleged incident occurred <laughs> where were you at <laughs> i got two alibis right here i one didn't of the interns, i didn't see you. one of the interns <laughs> looks a lot like up. you big nick yeah and big so. nick you disappeared for about two hours on that one turns recording out part of the problem is the credibility of those alibis yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right let's move on to round two the stakes are a little bit higher um Mark, this is your now your third offense that we've gotten to. Um, remember, we're not going to talk about the first one. Well, you know, I'm going to defer to the uh, to the defense team, and uh, I'll defer to Mr. B on this and let him. Council's throw not his ready. Out. Needs more time. Council's to prepare. not ready. I got my cousin Vinny. He's in the wrong suit. He's showing up <laughs> at the wrong courthouse. I don't know what the hell's going on. Mr. B, my apologize. I apologize. It's the pressure of the courts has gotten to me. <laughs> Big Nick is sweating over there. Yeah, I, it's, it's dude, the ring of your shirt, man. It looks like you went for a marathon run. I, I think Big Nick is afraid his alibi is not going to stand up. So, hey, when times get <laughs> tough and you're in court, court's supposed to be serious. There's only one attorney I'm going to, and his name is Fletcher Reed. Played by a one Jim Carrey in Liar Liar. Ah, Bam. yes. <laughs> and we can go two ways with this. I could either hire him before he couldn't tell a lie because he was an amazing attorney, or I will maybe I'll go afterwards when he could only tell the truth and he still solved the case. <laughs> so, plus, I, I need my attorney to have a lot of like physical comedy. 
I mean, he just mm. has to be yeah. joking and jumping around like crazy. Even in the film, you've guys seen the film, he just is all over the place. Apparently, even Jim Carrey said there was like a million feet of film tape wasted because when he was doing his role, all the other people couldn't stop laughing. I'm kicking my ass, divine! Like they couldn't keep a straight face when he was doing all his improv and all these different things. So going with Fletcher Reed from Liar Liar. That's a quality choice. He's gonna, he, he's gonna, he's gonna get me off. He he was on my close to pick list. I'm not gonna lie. He was he was right up there. But I, I did not pick him only because I was afraid if I had him and my cousin Vinny teaming up together, there might be some serious shenanigans. Might be a little <laughs> see. I want my tough. I want my uh my law team to have shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. Yeah, I want all there. shenanigans in the court. Nice, nice. Well, he will uh, kick his own ass in the bathroom. So <laughs> that's what I'm talking say, about. He, he seems a bit unhinged, right? I, I, I need that in my attorney. I don't want a hinge attorney. I want a guy that's going to kick his own ass in the bathroom. He'll, he'll be honest. He'll tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the pen is blue. Are you hoping that the theatrics in the court will distract the jury from the charges and the evidence mm. against you? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. You should not have accosted that old woman in the parking lot. I would never. <laughs> Me? No. Wouldn't have done it. All right, Jim. He, he was helping her load her groceries into her, yeah. her car, of course. It was a misunderstanding. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jim Carrey from Lies to Lies. Fine pick. And... Liar, liar. What did I say? I don't not I don't know. Some lies, lies. But Big Nick is just—he's out of his element, dude. You are sweating bullets over there, man. Did you eat like a bunch of sausages for lunch today? Yeah, he's he, just sweating. He, he's it's coming right like, out of your pores. He's facing like three felonies. It's getting rough. Jim Carrey and liar, liar. Fantastic pick. Uh, bit of a clown show, but hey, respect it. I respect it. It's it's all personal press preference at this point, right? We're we're, it's all about saving our own butts. Okay. Sweetwater Mark. Third offense. Not talking about your first one. That's neither here nor there, right? We, from my understanding, that was a sponge from your record many years ago. In fact, yes, there's a absolutely. gag order. Nobody's allowed to talk about it. Sweetwater Mark. Stop talking about it right now because right. I'm a little nervous even bringing it up. It's a little. NDAs uh, were signed. I'm, I'm, now I'm sweating. I'm, <laughs> Mark, who is your number two attorney of choice? So my cousin Vinny is very flamboyant. And guys, I'll just be honest. I'm kind of thinking of my three choices as, as a bit of my team here, right? I kind of think of these three guys working in tandem a little. If you the aren't with yours, that's fine, but I feel like my guys all can kind of compliment each other here a little bit. But um, with with my number two choice, I need somebody that is no nonsense, that isn't afraid to put you on blast if you need it. And Lord knows I'm going to need all the help I can get when it comes to this case because uh, my out. Al- don't say that. Okay. Uh, my, my, he's, my lawyer's telling me to shut up. Um, you know what? I, there's, there's a clip from, uh, 
from his appearance that I think will just kind of tell how to the point this guy is. You know what? Let's let's just roll that clip. Sit down. Hey, you don't talk to my wife like that. Now, wait a minute, buddy. Who the hell do you think you're talking to? Who the hell do you think you're talking to? What's going on here? Can I help you, sir? I'm Henry Firth. Good news, Mr. Firth. Your car is safe and sound, and we've got the perpetrators. Those aren't the perpetrators. Those are my partner's son and nephew. Partner? Legal partner. And I've got a few questions for you. When you got this alleged confession from these two young men, did they have a lawyer present? No, because I'm their lawyer. Did you notify their parents? No, because we're their parents. So, officer, don't tell us to wait, and don't tell us to sit down. Just open that damn cell and let those two boys out of there, or I'm going to tie this place up with so much litigation that your grandchildren are going to need lawyers. Boom. Boom. So that guy... You just got lawyered. That is one (laughs) Philip Banks from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, R.I.P. James Avery. I don't know how to explain that, how he's going to come back and help me, but... I'm I'm channeling I'm channeling everything. We're bringing back Philip Banks. He's on my legal team. I need him. I need Philip Banks on my team. And everybody, anybody listen to the Big Kid Show, you know how much I love Fresh Prince Bel Air. It's mm. been strewn on these episodes time and time again. He is probably one of the strongest like father figures that I ever watched in a TV show as a kid growing up. And that dude was just badass. Mm-hmm. I love, I loved Uncle Phil. Loved Uncle Phil. So that's who I'm rolling with, boys. He's not taking any shit. And all the goofiness from my cousin Vinny, Uncle Phil steps up and just takes over. If balances it out, a little balance, there. right? A little balance. You need some balance on your team. So that's what I'm rolling with, boys. We got one Uncle Phil. Plus, he was the voice of Shredder in Ninja Turtles. Exactly. Was he really? Yeah, we talked about that before. Oh, He's that's got right. an amazing yeah. voice. Amazing now, voice. The thing here, though, is you talk about balancing it out. You have Pesci, who's like a tiny little baby man. And then we have... <laughs> we have you better be careful. He's going to show up at your house and whack you. <laughs> we, have Uncle, we have Uncle Carl. That's not Carl, is it? Uncle Carl, Uncle Phil. <laughs> Who is it? Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Uncle on, Phil man. is pissed. <laughs> we have Uncle Phil. Sorry, I got a lot going on over here. Uh, we have Uncle Phil, who's a large, girthy man. So we got tiny little baby man, large, girthy man. It, the judge doesn't know what to do when he sets the sights on an, on your dream team that you're building over there. <laughs> That's good stuff. Love it. Love and it. If, if the jury doesn't seem to like Joe Pesci, my cousin Vinny. You can just have him hide behind Uncle Phil. Nobody will even know that he's there. Exactly. The the, the crazy suit will just disappear. Nobody will even nobody will even know. Nice so, pick, buddy. I like it. That's right. Coming in strong. Coming in hot. Very strong pick. And uh, I figured that you would work some kind of angle to have Uncle Phil <laughs> representation. <laughs> Me, a Fresh Prince selection? No. Yeah. No. All right. I went with a man who I don't know who has ever been beaten in court, so it seemed like a good idea to add him to my team, right? I went with the one Benjamin Matlock. Oh. 
Listeners, who is Ben Matlock? Ben Matlock is a very expensive criminal defense attorney who charges thousands upward to $100,000 per case, but he's worth every penny of it. As he and his associates defend their clients by not only getting them off on the charges, but they always find the real culprit. If anybody that watched Matlock back in the day knows that he was always defending people being charged with murder and he would always find a way to represent the innocent man or woman, but take it a step further. There's no way he's going to lose the trial because he will find the person who is responsible and point that out in court. And then Bingo, bango, switching bingo, things up bingo. a little bit. Now the defendant is free to go, and we're locking up a whole nother person. Oh, boy. I mean, the, the bad thing is you're going to live in a cardboard box, Big Nick, once you get done, I guess, all the legal fees. But yeah. You can, uh, you know, Nick, if, you, you can move in with me, buddy. No problem. Yeah, a cardboard box is better than a padded cell. So I'm too know. pretty to go to prison. <laughs> yeah, Big Nick would be somebody's bitch real quick. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> oh, is that too too soon? <laughs> I step in there, son, and I'm taking out the biggest, baddest mofo <laughs> in the first soap fifteen is slippery. minutes. <laughs> That's some slippery soap. I'll do the old uh, the old glass in the uh, the food. You do that move? Oh yeah. Uh, look at you. you ever heard of that move? Yeah, easy fella. Crush up the glass real nice. Mix it in, get you one of them cafeteria jobs, sneak it right into the food. Ain't nobody messing with Big Nick. Yeah, he Big can make, Nick a, he can make really some mean prison meatballs. Big Nick sell put your a ass little. for a box of Twinkies, son. <laughs> He's put a lot of thought into going to prison. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> hey, right. I, w- I was curious if Matlock would make the list because I think that show ended early 90s. I didn't know if you guys would know, but that's a quality pick because Matlock was... He was the king of courtroom domination. So I believe that it ran until 1996. Oh, wow. Longer than I thought. I thought it was yeah, like I, 92. I think it was 86 to at least 95. Okay. Uh, so because longer than I thought. Yeah. One of the highest rated uh, episodes was from 1994, from October of 84. but Or 94, I'm sorry. But I loved watching that show. <laughs> and the main reason... It was cool because it was an hour long show, but at on occasion they would do like a TV movie. Like it, it wasn't necessarily a TV movie, but they would do a drawn out storyline where it was a two took two hours to play it out. I loved the extended ones. Uh, they were usually a little more violent, maybe a little more risque than the other ones. But the the key thing that I loved about it was it was a storyline that they would play over and over again where they would be at trial and about 50% of the episodes, he would trick somebody 
on the stand into either admitting guilt as being the actual perpetrator of the crime, or he would, he would, you know, get them to jack up their words and, and, and everything and, and their story right there on the stand in front of everybody. And you would just watch the color run from their face every time. And you're like, yeah, they're going to lock that guy up. And let's be clear, that's a superpower move. So not only is Big Nick looking to get off, he's looking to put the blame on somebody else mm-hmm. on that's the right. stand. I want just, justice. Just close the case. Of course, justice, because you're very innocent, Big Nick. Mm-hmm. Whoever is guilty needs to admit it on the stand. Let's not even delay another trial. Let's just end it right there. Boom. I hope I don't like get it. called. I don't, hope I didn't get called as a witness because I'm. A, I'll probably panic. You crumble. I, think I saw your name as the first witness on the list there, Mister. Damn Dave. it! So I'd be like, I did it. <laughs> we haven't even sworn you in yet, sir. I know. I did it. <laughs> I did it. I blame Big Nick. I'm sorry. Tell that guy Matlock to quit looking at me. <laughs> He's looking at me crazy eyed. <laughs> I. Th- you know what? Good thing we're talking lawyers here. I might need one. I tried to crack this beer about broke my damn finger. <laughs> hey, I think there's a lawsuit ja- Jackie, Ch- Jackie Childs will get you $1.7 million. And you know it's what? Set out this, of court right now. <laughs> this is a hoof-hearted beer, and I know they yeah, got some money. I've been to their right. joint. Yeah, you're going to get free beer Oof. for life with Jackie Childs. Jackie Childs. Didn't he sue Marlboro? <laughs> because remember... Kramer became the Marlboro man and the cigarettes yeah. made him all sickly looking. Yeah. <laughs> they stained his teeth and oh. Oh, his Kramer. face looked like a catcher's mitt. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, that's brutal. All right. Another fine choice. Mr. Oh. B, we're back around to you again, building that dream team, getting you out of that everyday rage situation that you keep finding yourself in. <laughs> Accosted an elderly woman in a parking lot, I believe. Um, no, what? It was groceries. It was groceries. <laughs> I would never accost a, any lady. Come on, man. Never. All right. I'm just going to pickpocket situation. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> look, look at look at Big Nick trying to go Matlock right on the yeah, episode. Yeah. Like, just admit it. You, you know do, you Mr. were B? there. We you know you, you did it. Hey, Nick, what guys, were you accused of? He's he's like that's what that's what Mr. B did. You guys think so lowly of me. God, that hurts my feelings. <laughs> well, that's right. You couldn't be accosting that elderly woman because you were too busy pickpocketing the disabled child down the street. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> God damn, <laughs> Mr. B, ruthless. Man, you are really painting a bad ruthless. picture for me. Woo. All right, whatever. I'm going to move on. to be to friends. My, yeah, I'm going to move on to my number one attorney because <laughs> Big Nick is, something's wrong with him. He, You might have to have your attorneys convince me that you didn't yeah. do it. That, that's, whew, it's getting ugly. All right, so my number also, one. Also, I think you slept with the judge's wife. God bless God America. God damn. <laughs> this is just getting worse by the day here. <laughs> You better get that legal team together quick. So I'm going with literally the greatest attorney that ever existed in the 1990s. Movies, TV, it doesn't matter. His name is Vincent Gambini. Lock him in as my number one. I don't know how Mark had him at number three. Mark is is on drugs. Yeah. This dude. Can we charge him with drug charges? Probably. But here's, (laughs) here's what I thought was even crazier. So. The big kid research team got in on this, that a lot of times, so 
that movie was kind of a comedy in some theory, right? A lot of law schools, they use that of actual accuracy of trial uh, law. Really? So the American Bar Association Journal in 2008, they ranked the film number three as one of the 25 greatest legal movies. Wow. Yeah. And then in 2010, Joe Pesci's character was ranked number 12 as the 25 greatest fictional lawyers who are not Atticus Finch. Ooh. So, I mean, like, I actually had to read more into that because I was like, wait, are they serious? Like, literally, they use that in, like, classes and stuff to show that this is actual really quality cross station. Yeah. I mean, it was like, yeah. again, it was a comedy. There's some funny stuff. But like, no, this stuff really happens in court. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, of course I need Joe Pesci to represent me because he was awesome. Dude, Vinny, he, he comes through in the clutch, man. And I, you know, I'm willing to share him, Mr. B. He he can. We just have to make sure our court dates don't. Well, uh, no offense, I know. I have him as my number one, so he's clearly going to go with me, and not you pick him as number three. See, I was thinking I picked him first, so maybe I've already secured his services. So yeah, it doesn't work that hey, way, buddy. Probably not. Probably not. You yeah. pay the retainer; he's there to represent you. There Plus, you he go. has he has a very smart, very attractive, very fiance attractive. in Marissa Tomei. So, Absolutely, she knows of, a lot she about a, cars. She is a knockout. Yeah. So yeah, when we when we were talking about this, I was like, oh, Vincent Gambini, number one by far. But her biological <laughs> clock is ticking like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that guy even he multiple times he slept in jail so he could get some sleep because remember the train was loud and all this other stuff. So he's like, well, he'd he'd get in contempt in court just to go sleep in jail and get some good sleep. Let's just say this. I mean, he looked at a picture and said, what is this? What is this? It's dog shit. It's dog <laughs> shit. You got a picture of dog shit. You cracked the case, honey. And then what is it? Ten minutes later, he's looking at the same photo and he's like, holy shit. This is the photo that's going to it's going to break the case. You know, so they're, they're a team. They're a team. I, that, that's how it rolls, man. You got to love a good team. So. I love it. I love it. That's that is a good number one. I I struggled not to have him higher. It, this was, whew, this was this was tight quarters for me. So, oh yeah, Mister Sweetwater Mark, this is your number one. If three and two fail to save your ass when it's on the line, will number one come through in a pinch? I think you will. I think he will, because, gentlemen, I, I'm going for the heaviest hitter in the 1990s. I love me some My Cousin Vinny, but Mr. B, I don't know. I don't know. I, th I think the guy I've got, I think he's going to take the cake. And you know why he takes the cake? Because he tells one of the most badass guys on the planet, I want the truth. <laughs> he can't handle the truth. And that is one Daniel, Lieutenant Daniel Caffey, mm -hmm. a few good men, Tom Cools. Tom Cools. He's at the top of my list. He's young. He's upcoming. He's ready to put a foot in someone's ass. And anybody that can go face to face with Jack Nicholson and trick Jack Nicholson. I'm sorry, boys. That's just, that's the winner. I love me some Matlock. I love me some my cousin Vinny. But Daniel Caffey, he, he, nobody's, getting, nobody's getting past him. 
Right? The problem, I mean, the problem we're running into is uh, you were not in the military, so tough break. You know what? We're going to make some exceptions here. And uh, me, and, me and Daniel Caffey had some conversations over coffee, and he said he was willing to come into the civilian side of things and, uh, and, and help and me out. Question with so, that, because I don't know, is a an attorney that works for the military, can they practice in the... F- I, I don't know. A, no, that, that, that's, a very, that's a very great question. So luckily i have some connections high up in the pentagon and in the government level that uh it's not gonna be an issue boys it's not gonna be an issue okay so yeah no you know you know a guy that knows a guy we won't tell anything but uh yeah we know a guy that knows a guy that's all we need to say that's that's as detailed as we're gonna get well if if you're that high up you should just be able to walk man listen (laughs) sometimes things get a little complex and uh you, you, you know a guy, but you may have also pissed off another guy. So, and, and maybe that guy was in the other car. I, I don't know. I, things could have happened. So, you know. He just happened to be a senator. Let me just put it this way. It's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. So, but Daniel Caffey rounds out my team. Daniel Caffey, Philip Banks, and hopefully I can loan my cousin Vinny. If not, I'll have to pull in one of my honorable mentions. I'll, I'll rattle off here at the end. But uh, I'm feeling pretty good, boys. I, you know, not to mention the fact that I'm innocent. I didn't do it, but I'm feeling pretty good. So, Sweetwater says he's having coffee with coffee, and next coffee thing you know, he's walking coffee. free. Yes. Yes. Coffee with coffee. Coffee with coffee. <laughs> That's an excellent picture. I actually thought he might end up being the number one for everyone. Uh, Me too. But. I agree with Mr. B. Unfortunately, <clears throat> I was denied on multiple occasions when I tried to sign up and serve this great country. They just wouldn't take me. Wouldn't take <laughs> wouldn't me. They take said, it. you're too pretty to be in the Army, yeah. son. They're, they're like, you're too strong. You're too fast. We need you. Too fast. <laughs> we need you at the homeland. In case the shit really hits the fan, you're our backup plan. We need you here. You can join the National Guard. That's right. I I said, you know what? I'll just, you just plant me here. And when it happens, I'm ready. I will heed the call. All right. For my number one pick, I'm going to go with a Jack McCoy played by the great Sam Watterson. This, of course, from the long running evening program called law and order <laughs> dun, dun. yes <laughs> that's a quality choice so he was the district attorney and eventually the executive i'm sorry he was the executive assistant district attorney and then i do believe in some of the later years he may have become the district attorney himself uh, yeah, the New York County District Attorney. Uh, it's been a long time. And in fact, in preparation for this episode, I was trying to find somewhere to stream Law and & Order. And yes, I know there uh, you probably can stream them on Peacock, I'm guessing. But Big Nick is already paying for a lot of different streaming <laughs> services. You got to cap mention, it off. Now I'm all wrapped up in legal fees, so I don't have extra money to be sitting around watching a bunch of boob tube, right? So uh, (laughs) Jack McCoy, played by Sam Watterson, is not just for the 90s, probably my favorite attorney across all decades, uh, maybe with the exception of Atticus Finch, because, I mean, that's 
I mean, he set the yeah. bar pretty high, didn't he? Yep, pretty much. True. So Jack McCoy is kind of a no-nonsense prosecutor, and his antics at times get some negative feedback for the district attorney's office. But he gets what he goes for, and he he is super dramatic in court when he needs to be. And he doesn't pull any punches. And in fact, they named him. His nickname is Hang'em High McCoy because he gets the guilty verdict and he will send you to the death penalty if he can. So this is my guy. And and look, I know I picked two TV lawyers uh, and I thought that going into this, that movie lawyers might be, might play main stage here. But for me, guys, I think that the movie, as good as all of your picks were, and those were certainly in consideration for me. Uh, in fact, all of my honorable mentions would be from the big screen too. But what you get in a movie, you get 90 minutes, maybe two hours. It's a small sample size in comparison to Ben Matlock, Ben Matlock, who I'm watching every week or Jack McCoy, who I'm watching every week and Jack McCoy. I mean, that show has been running since 1990. Uh, and he's, he's been on a lot of seasons, a lot more cases there. Good call. I've I've seen it play out time and time again. This guy gets his guy and guess what? I'm not the guy. (laughs) <laughs> so, so big dick here's the only problem I I, we, we might run into is so he's a prosecutor so you're gonna have to switch him over to become a defendant he'll make Ooh. an exception for okay. big nick um yeah yeah you know i'm an f-list celebrity and <laughs> no, hey don't he, sell yourself short you're a d-minus celebrity often these guys retire <laughs> and sometimes they go into private practice yeah. Touche. Yeah. And that and that's the thing is you got to catch him on the backswing where he's like, all right, I served my county and my state. Now I'm going to defend Big Nick for whatever shenanigans he just did. Or well, d- more importantly, did not do. Did oh, not I'm, do. I'm sorry, that's I'm right. Sorry, of course. I'm sorry. See, that's did why Mr. Do. B could we not keep represent. alluding. Yeah, we keep I'm alluding sorry. here that did Big Nick's do. alibi. But let's <laughs> let's be careful what we say on the air here, because this is public. It wasn't it public wasn't source. him, it was the one armed man. That's right. Um Big Nick. I got to give you a super kudos. Somehow, Jack McCoy completely fell out of my realm of thought, and I absolutely love, love, love that pick. Boom! Law and Order, like, there's there's a ton of courtroom drama, crime shows. Like, they're just, they very saturate, very Mm -hmm. saturated on the, the market now, especially, but... Law and Order to me, like I loved that show. I loved the way that they did it with the two two uh, parts, and I always looked forward to him specifically because I always felt like he was on top of things. So, man, I'm a little jealous, and I wish I would have thought of him on my team. But I kudos to you, sir. So if I see you in the jail cell, come visit me because you might get off because of Jack McCoy, and uh, I might need to have a talk with my three lawyers. Hey, you guys gonna be sitting in jail saying nobody knows. Nobody <laughs> knows. I'm gonna be uh, <laughs> digging a uh, a tunnel with a little pickaxe <laughs> in my jail cell behind the behind the poster. 
Well, and he describes himself as a junkyard dog. Like he's not afraid to get down in the dirt and the mud and fight and scrap with anybody. He is a, he's he's not a, an imposing man, but in the courtroom he is scrappy as hell. And then top it off with, I think Sam Watterson is an amazing actor. Agree. He is, he's got an ability that I think very few people have where he can blank stare at the camera, yet you're getting a thousand emotions from his face, even though he's blank staring the camera. And so he uses that tactic in the courtroom when he's staring at the judge or the jury or better yet, that asshole that's on the stand. Right. Uh, so I, I've always appreciated that show. And that's always been my favorite character from the law and order franchise. And I remember back in the nineties, uh, Mark, we didn't know each other then. Right. That's right. But most we of my know. friends back in the nineties, not sophisticated enough at that age to appreciate a show like law and order. But the ones that were, they were like, yeah, I like the law part, but the order part, not so much. So like, I like to see them busting the guys, chasing them down, solving the crime. But once it gets to the courtroom, I've kind of had enough already. And I'm like, no, that's the part that I want. That's when it gets interesting. Is that a dig at me? No, no, no. no. <laughs> of course it is. No, let's just be honest, Big Nick. It is. It's okay. <laughs> I, no, I the- need to have my attorneys uh, uh, review that statement. <laughs> you want to see? You want to see justice done? And that's what the second half of the show gave you. The guy gets caught, but what happens? Does he get off? Does he, does he have some fancy tricks? Does he have an alibi? No, you want to see justice be carried out all the way through. Oh, all right. Real quick here, boys. Mr. B up first. Closing arguments. Uh, you want to make a final stand for any of the, your choices on your dream team or mention any honorable mentions here, please? I have a couple honorable mentions that I thought were interesting just because I figured if it's the worst case scenario, if you guys remember the movie, The Devil's Advocate. Yes. He was in consideration. Just one of mine. So so one of them would be Keanu Reeves because he was a great attorney. But I'm going to go past that. I'm going to go past that. I'm going to go to Al Pacino's character, John Milton, who was an attorney and also the devil. So if you're in a tight spot and you need the devil to represent you in court, you better hire Al Pacino playing John Milton. Right. And I'm, I'm shocked that no one picked, uh, Jake Brigance from a time to kill. I just took two of my honorable mentions. I'm shocked. Actually, I thought for sure that was going to be one of Marcus's picks. So him and Vinny were battling for that three spot. Actually, I take that back. I actually had him at my number two spot and I took him out for Philip Banks and I kept my cousin Vinny at three. So dude, a time to kill. What an amazing movie and book. But yes. yeah, yeah, that's and then I got I got one last one just because I love the end of the movie. But uh, Richard Gere playing attorney Martin Vale in Primal Fear. Mm-hmm. Get out of my head, dude. That dude. is literally all three dudes I had picked. Now, what I will tell you, what I was going to mention about Martin Vale from Primal Fear is my only issue with him. He got duped. Yep. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Primal Fear, you probably won't turn probably off the podcast not now. But see, here's the thing. But, but, uh, but he got Marcus, duped. What if you did do it? You might want an attorney that can still get you off. 
Because ah, you know Mark did road rage on somebody. It just happened. And he, yeah. and he yeah. did get all Edward Norton off, who actually yes. did do yeah. it. So, all, yeah. all signs point to road rage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that's all I got, Big Nick, because Mr. B and my <laughs> brains are uh, so much for at a the base. Yeah. yeah, no, no, the, the defense rests. Yeah. No cross examination here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And let that be a warning to anyone who plans on attending a Cincinnati Bengals game in 2023 <laughs> that you might get and find yourself in a road rage situation with a one sweet water mark. Now, if he comes at you extra violent, all you have to do is offer a guitar to him and he will he, he will become hey, back your off. friend right away just back, back off. Now, now, hang, now, hang on not not any guitar it's got to be thousand dollar plus right so let's, best let's be bet real. is drive around with a couple thousand dollars worth of guitars marcus rear ends you pops out just hand him the guitar he's gonna walk Custom away prs ernie ball i mean i'm not a picky guy yeah. you know no big he's a gentleman he's a gentleman, gentleman. mark do you a care to give him a vehicle description so they know to stay out of your way yeah, it's a big white van with no windows. Uh, <laughs> That's a true fact. The this defense is, rests. This is B.A. Baracus across the front. <laughs> big Dick, did you have a couple honor mentions? That we no, didn't I, actually, the ones that I was thinking of was on your honorable mention list there, Mr. B. And, and you're exactly right. Keanu Reeves from Devil's Advocate. Of course, I'm like, how do you not pick him? If if the devil wanted him, he's got to be yeah. a damn good attorney. Yeah, yeah, he got the, the best of the devil. Too, the only so other that's... one that I I thought of, and just because I really like the movie, I'm not sure if she was a great attorney. Was if you guys remember from '94, the client? Yep, Susan Susan Sarandon. And yeah. I thought she did a great job defending that kid in the in the movie. So I would was... not mess with Susan Sarandon. Like no. She's she's a badass. So and plus her name was Reggie Love. Reggie Love. Yeah. Can't go wrong there. We got we got all kinds of attorneys just flowing through the episode right yeah. now. So it's good stuff. Absolutely. Great stuff, guys. Uh turns out we all got acquittals. Good yes. job. Good job. Well done. Well done. Whew. We Thank all God. got acquitted. However, now yeah. It comes time to pay the piper, and we got to pay those legal fees. You're going to find yourself in a whole different set of circumstances. So for all of you out there, we are now accepting donations at the Big Kids Show. <laughs> right. $12 increments. $12 increments only, but uh, we accept all donations. We need your help. 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 All right. Thank you to all for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe the show. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. We're dropping them on your face, your shoulders, wherever else they may land. So uh, look up because the sky is falling big kid style. And that's another episode in the books there, fellas. Just more proof that we're all just big kids.